1: Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Penconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online at insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask questions, listen to past episodes, and explore much more. Kevin Ray has more than three decades of experience in the financial planning world, and he's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, and he's a local, born and raised right in Penconning. Kevin, great to be with you this week. How you doing uh, this, I guess, what, this, uh, this last weekend of September? Amazing.
0: It is already, right? It, you know, it's a funny thing, you know, the fall comes around, you know, how excited I get about hunting. And I was up to Atlanta, Michigan last week and seen, I think it was 12 bull elk and they're all bugling, you know, getting their harem ready. And so, nice. you know what that means? I'm on fire. I'm ready for all this fall. And I'm, I'm getting geeked up about all the hunting and fishing that's coming up. So I'm having a good time. How about you?
1: Well, will you be using uh bow or, or, or gun or what, what's your hunting oh, no, of choice
0: no, or no bare hands? Yeah, no, no elk hunting because you have to draw a permit, and I oh, okay, didn't okay. get a permit this year. But the, just the, that's the, the signal for me that, you know, it's right around the corners. when we, we go up there. We have a place up there called Canna Creek Ranch that we always go to, and um, we have just a great time. We're out back, and the bulls were bugling, and... Just a magnificent time of the year. No,
1: so just, just enjoying the wildlife then?
0: Just enjoying it. With, with your it eyes. Okay. You're hunting with your with eyes. eyes. So there you go. I'm hunting yeah. with my eyes. Yep. There you go.
1: Very cool. Uh, well, we've got a great uh, topic on today's show, a couple of good topics. We're going to be talking about financial temptations on today's show. I think that's going to lead us to some good discussion. We'll also talk about one of your favorite topics, Kevin, income planning and some of the essentials that we need to discuss whenever income planning comes up. Maybe we'll get to some listener questions. We'll have a lot to squeeze in on today's show, but all of that is straight ahead. If you have any questions as we go through the show today, you can always reach out to Kevin to ask those questions before, after the show, during the week, whenever you want. 888-885-PLAN is the show number that'll get you in touch with Kevin. 888-885-PLAN, again, that number to call. We'll give that throughout the program today. Before we dive into all of that, first, a little fun sidebar, Kevin, did you see this? Max Oliver is a 78-year-old in Maine who still works on a lobster boat. And that initially sounds pretty amazing. At 78, you know, lobstering is very, a very hard profession. Uh, up really early, very, very cold on the coast of Maine. I've been on a lobster boat in June in Maine. And I thought I was going to die from, from the cold. It was, and I like the cold. And it was so cold on the water, even in June. So imagine doing it year-round there on the coastal waters of Maine. Uh, pretty impressive sounding. But his mom, Virginia Oliver, works with him on the boat three days a week from May to November. She's 101 years old and has been lobstering since the age of seven, right before the Great Depression. And she just keeps rocking and rolling.
0: That's awesome, isn't it? Isn't that so cool? That's awesome. I mean that uh, she's still chugging along. You know, I read something about that the other day. You know, she just—it's in her blood. Obviously, she loves doing what she's doing, and we talk about that a little bit on the show from here to there. You know, you you keep moving, you know, you live a long time and you have to plan for income a long time. And she's a great example of that.
1: Yep. That's absolutely true. Uh, I sent that article to a whole bunch of my family members just because my grandparents live in Maine and my parents are going to be retiring there in about two years. And uh, so she's in Rockland, Maine, which is one of the towns that my parents are considering retiring to. So that was pretty cool. I I sent it. I sent that to my folks and said, this might be your neighbor uh, in two years. So, (laughs) and because I don't know, it doesn't sound like she's going, anywhere if she's still lobstering at 101 she's she, she may have a few more years in her for good measure I think
0: I'm thinking she stays very active you know there was an article about a fella here in all gray by us and he was close to 100 years old and the article was, was um, timely at the time because it was in the spring he sold flowers and he just bought a new tractor I think he was 98 years old and the moral of the story was he bought an extended warranty on his tractor. So he figured he was going to you know, live a few, more, a few more years. And it sounds like kind of along the same lines as, as this lady that's doing it at 101.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Absolutely. Pretty funny probably for Max, the son, to be almost 80 and still working with his mom. Like you probably would never have expected that to be the case. But uh, <laughs> a lot of longevity in that family, it sounds like.
0: I'm wondering if mom's still telling him what to do.
1: I, yeah, I bet. I, well, I, I bet. I bet. She probably is on uh, the three days a week that she's on the boat with him. <laughs> <laughs> still, still showing him how it's done. So
0: I think they ought to do a documentary on that. That would be uh, a fun thing to watch.
1: It would be. It would definitely be. A uh, little fun story to start the show off today and something we can all aspire to. I mean, we don't all have the desire to maybe work to 101 and beyond, but just neat that someone is out there doing it and enjoying it. And that's pretty cool to see. Uh, Well, let's talk about financial temptations, Kevin, because, you know, having a good financial plan in place can help us resist some of the temptations that might arise during a person's life. We're going to talk about some of the common temptations that we see people fall victim to. And I'm hoping you'll be able to give us maybe some safeguards to how we can avoid those things. Uh, One such temptation is carrying too much debt. Mm, with credit cards out there and ooh, a lot of people have home equity right now, Kevin, that we can tap into and do some upgrades that we wanted to, maybe take an extra vacation. Oh, It's just so tempting to carry that little bit of extra debt, but boy, we can get in trouble if we do a little too much of that, right?
0: Well, we can get in trouble. In some cases I've seen, Walter, you know, it gets to be a habit. It's easy, right? You'll grab that credit sure. card. Well, I'll pay for it next week, next month, whatever the situation happens to be. But I know we talked about this before but debt when you get ready to retire I like to see the major debt typically gone you know if you have any major credit card debt let's work on that even your your house you know if you have a house mortgage still like to work on that because when you go into retirement we want to free up as much money as we can for your income if you' if we're saving a thousand dollars per month on your mortgage, and that's just an additional $1,000 that we don't have to plan for in retirement. It just makes it easier on you. And carrying too much debt in credit card is, is never a good thing because of the interest rates that people pay can be pretty, pretty high. I know we talked about this before, Walter, but do you remember how much credit card debt one particular comp- or couple had that came in?
1: Oh, I think it was like it was like six digits, right?
0: Yeah, it was six days, $200,000.
1: Oh, 200, oh my gosh, yeah. A
0: little right. over $200,000, and it, and it started, you know, someplace, and it just got out of control. And the question was, they wanted to, re, you know, plan for retirement. Well, you really can't plan for retirement until we get this debt under control. And it started, like I say, it was pretty, pretty simple and, and just, you know, got out of control. And there's people I've seen are $100,000 credit card debt, but most most people don't go to that extreme. But carrying that debt and that interest on the back end as well, you alive, because it'll take 15, 20 years if you take the minimum payment. And then if you have a $200,000 credit card debt, $100,000 credit card debt, those are huge monthly payments. So, going, you know, when you're getting closer to retirement, we like to see, or I like to see, you know, as much debt as we can, you know, done by the time you're getting into retirement. Then that's just something else that, you know, we don't have to plan for, and it makes it easier on you and easier on your pocketbook. And the last thing it does is make it a lot easier stress-wise, on your portfolio that you built because we don't have to take as much income to pay that debt.
1: We're talking with Kevin Ray here on Simply Financial. If you've got questions about your own financial plan, give a call, 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526. We're talking about financial temptations. Another one, Kevin, is missing out on a 401k match. That can be the consequence of the temptation of just trying to keep more in your pocket right now.
0: Well, yeah, this one is a particular pet peeve for me, Walter, because that's free money, isn't it?
1: Uh, you, you basically have to look at it as like a 100% return on your investment, right?
0: It It is. Now, we had a gentleman come in. This was quite a few years ago. And the company he worked for matched the first 10% of what he put in. Or, I mean, they matched up to 10%, excuse me. And that was huge. It was several thousand dollars. And he would not uh, take advantage of that. And his concerns was, well, the company, you know, he didn't trust the company. He didn't trust this, that, or the other thing. And it got to a point where I'm like, that's free money. If you walk down the street and you've seen three $1,000 bills laying on the ground, would you pick them up? And he said, well, of course I would. I'm like, well, you're not picking these ones up in this particular instance. So Walter drove me so crazy. You can go on the US Treasury website and you can buy a bag of $10,000 that's completely shredded. You'll never be able to be able to put it back together. And it's in my office for the just that situation. <laughs> I put it in a a garbage can because that's money you're throwing away. And it's just, you know, if, if you have a company 401k match and you're not taking advantage of it, that's just free money. You're walking by dollars sitting on the ground and you're not picking them up. That can add up to thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime just by taking advantage of that match so take advantage of that match don't let it go by don't pass up that free money and if you're adverse to the stock market there's things you can do you know there's there's safe places inside your 401k and most of them that you can like like walter say get 100 percent return on your money so don't pass that up don't let the temptation of taking a few more dollars home in your paycheck let you um you know from participating in your 401k because most people, when they look at it, the money that they're putting in their 401k is pre-tax. In other words, you're not paying tax on it. So your take-home pay is pretty close one way or the other if you look at it that way.
1: Take advantage of those opportunities. They <laughs> nowhere else in life you can really get that return. So if you can stomach it, which I think most of us can, try to take advantage of that match when it's offered to you. It's kind of one of those rare gifts, that's for sure. Uh, deferring, speaking of taxes, deferring taxes can be another area where we see some financial temptation enter the equation. Why does the conversation revolve around temptation in this side of the the tax conversation?
0: Well, deferring means you're going to put it off, right? Yeah. Pay pay me now, pay me later kind of thing. Pay, Pay me now, pay me later. Does that ever generally work out for most people? You know, it's like you're going to the doctor. Well, I want to go to the doctor now because I'm afraid of what I'm going to hear, so I'll put it off till tomorrow.
1: It's kind of like the pull, pull, go ahead and pull the Band-Aid off now is another another yeah. phrase that would fit here, right?
0: Yeah, so I've seen several people who've had, let's say, a, a deferred annuity or a traditional IRA or something of that nature where they maybe they put in $50,000 and it's growing to, let's say, three four $400,000. Well, that's good because you have three four $400,000, but the problem is when it comes into is that's not all of your money. The IRS is a, is a factor in that too, because you deferred all those taxes. So some point in time, you have to take the money out and you have to pay the piper. Now, we all think the taxes are going up. So if you're sitting in that case, this may be a good time to do some tax planning, saying, I, you know what? I do have that situation on my hand. I invested in this years ago, and now I got this much build up and I deferred those taxes all this time, maybe I should start looking at how can I take some of that money out and take advantage of the current tax laws, which are pretty low right now, before they raise taxes, and I'm just compounding that problem. So deferring the taxes uh, sounds good on, on the uh, onset, but later on, it may not be so good. Just take a look at your own individual 401 case you're getting ready to retire you probably have the traditional one where you've done that you started 30 years ago and you deferred those taxes maybe you got a million dollars now you owe taxes on all million all one million of those dollars and that's a good thing that you have a million but the bad thing is you have to pay the piper somewhere down the road and there's some great tax planning opportunities if you're sitting in that um, in that position to take advantage of right now we're in that low tax environment
1: Again, we're talking about uh, financial temptations with Kevin Ray. And if you find yourself falling victim to some of these temptations, it's like when you're trying to lose weight and you see that ice cream in the fridge or the Oreos in the countertop and you know ooh you got that chili and you want to throw that cornbread in there as well and, and just you know eat all that good stuff ooh sometimes you got to take those temptations really work on that you know that you know willpower make sure that you're not falling victim to these things different solutions for different problems uh, it's the same thing in the financial world sometimes we can uh, fall victim to too many of these temptations and it hurts our financial plans and we don't want that to be the case if you find yourself falling uh uh, you know, into these traps, reach out to Kevin Ray. He can help you put some guardrails in place that can keep you from falling under these spells. 888 885 PLAN is the number to call to get in touch and have a conversation about your financial plan, get a complimentary review of your retirement situation. 888 885 PLAN, again, the number to call. Uh, also we see a, a very big temptation for folks, Kevin, when it comes to social security and starting it at age 62. And I can't blame folks. They want to get their hands on that money that they've been putting away for so many years and contributing to the system. Uh, you've been a giver for all those years, time to be a taker. And I can understand why people want to jump on that at 62.
0: Well, that's a big temptation. Some people are going to have to do it because that's going to be the main source of their income. But the question is here, how long are you going to live? If we knew that, we could figure this out, you know, relatively easy. If you're going to live till 70, well, you take it at 62 because you're going to have eight years. But if you're going to live till 90, maybe it's better off at 66 or 70. That's where the planning aspect comes into play. When we do our simplicity process, I can show different ages. Well, if you take it at 62, here's the outcome. If you take it at 66, here's the outcome or 70 or whatever number it happens to be. But the temptation is always there because that's money. Now the other temptation is this: my health is good at age sixty-two. I don't know it's going to be at sixty-six or sixty-eight or seventy-one. So I want to take advantage of it now while I am still healthy, and I want to go do the things that I can. And then maybe later in life I'll pull back. All those things can be planned for in a good income plan. And then let's look at it. Let's sit down. Let's let's put in those plans. Well, I'm going to travel for the first five years. And does taking Social Security at 62 make sense? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe we withdraw money from your 401k during those years, let your Social Security grow, and then turn on your Social Security later in life. How do you know? It starts with income planning. And that's a great place to start. That will help you decide what age is best for you uh, mathematically to take that Social Security benefit. And then you can look at it and make some smart financial decisions based on what your number is. And your number, we talk about it every week. Don't go into retirement without knowing what your number is and make smart financial decisions based on a good income plan. And that will definitely help you pick the correct age for you at what makes sense mathematically, at least for taking Social Security.
1: All right, one last financial temptation to cover here, Kevin, and then uh, we'll move on to another topic, but this is a big one. And I even felt this temptation this week, Kevin. (laughs) I actually... You know, we heard just this past week, everybody probably heard the bad, uh, what was it, Monday or Tuesday that we had in the market. Then things kind of came back the next day, but you were starting to hear people saying, this is it, this is the start of the next crash. And who knows, maybe we'll be hearing this again next week. But I felt that pull. I felt that tug and that temptation of getting out of the market. I was like, "Ah, I don't want to be a part of this next crash. I'm going to get out of it. Even hosting all of these shows with you over the years and knowing how bad of an idea it is to try and time the market, you still feel that temptation. You still feel that tug and that pull getting out of the market at the wrong time could be really detrimental but it is a temptation that people face or we could flip that around right and say getting into the market and saying oh now I'm going to make a big investment and jump back in whenever we time the market that's a big temptation for folks no matter how many times we hear it's a bad idea
0: well timing the market if we just look back over time we know it typically doesn't work out in your favor you cannot time the market there's nobody that's been successful at doing it that I can come across that I've read about that can Pick the right time to get in and out. Now, Warren Buffett, we all think, you know, he's probably the number one investor out there. He is what's called a long term investor. So, when you're in the market, you need to think long term. Long term means, you know, decades out in the future because you're going, like you, Walter, you got decades to go before you are going to retire. And I like to throw that decades in because you always say, I'm doing this for three decades. Yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> to let right. you know. And then you have decades more to go. So in your position, you're going to have many ups and downs in the market. And you just, you can't time the market. You need to be in it long term and think of it long term because as, as you said, the market came back and then the following day it came back. So if that was you and you just emotions got a hold of you and then you, you said, I got to get out of the market, Well, yeah, you've got out at the wrong time in this particular instance because the market was down two or three percent, depending where you're at. And then the market came back the next couple of days. So if you'd have stayed in, you'd be in much better position than you are now. So long term, if you're investing in the market, it's a long term proposition. And if you look back in history, any five year period, if you stuck in there, it's hard to find a spot where you didn't, it wasn't in, in your favor. So getting in and out of the market, don't let the emotions take a hold of you. How do you do that? You sit down and you put an income plan together, you put a retirement plan together, and then you're gonna look over all these time frames. If we have a downturn here, we have an upturn here, all of those things are gonna level out in most cases, and it's gonna be in your best interest not to try to time the market, not trying to get in and out when it is. It's a long-term investment. Treat it as a long-term investment. Be a Warren Buffett type investor. And he likes dividends, I like dividends. So when the market goes down, those mm-hmm. dividends reinvest are buying you more shares at a cheaper price. And that's what the long-term will, will do for you over time. So don't get worried, don't panic. You know, sit down. The first step is to get a good income plan, good retirement plan put together. And then you'll see how that will play into your retirement planning going forward and maybe help take emotions out of your next decision when something like this happens.
1: Talk to Kevin about your financial plan, your situation, by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We can talk about some of the generic stuff here on the radio show each week, but when you come in for a visit, you are able to get into the specifics of your plan your situation and your solutions because everybody's different and you need that customized plan in place. And that's what Kevin's going to walk you through. Make sure no stone is left unturned. Turn all of your question marks into answers. All you have to do is start that conversation with Kevin by dialing 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. Stay with us here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area. Again, if you've got questions, give a call. 888-885-PLAN. More after this. Planning for retirement shouldn't make your head spin. If it does, it might be time for a different strategy. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. If you have questions for Kevin, give a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888 885 Seventy-five twenty-six. Uh, we're going to get back to the financial conversations in just a moment, but first, a new segment here on Simply Financial: the local business spotlight. Kevin wants to give back to the community a little bit and talk about some local businesses in the Pinconning and Saginaw areas and surrounding communities, uh, places where Kevin frequents and uh, also appreciates the local business owners here in the area. And Kevin, this is a uh, a new group who I love, by the way. Their logo. Tell us a little bit about Moth Bear Outfitters.
0: Yeah, Moth Bear is a friend of mine named Tyler. He put together this website. And I was on a trip on the airplane going down to um, North Carolina to Paul's office. And he happened to be sitting next to me. And we started talking fly fishing. You know what happened then?
1: Uh, Yeah, you talked the entire trip, I'm sure. I
0: talked the whole entire trip, (laughs) but when I got back, we started going fly fishing together, and and we became pretty good friends. So Tyler put together all this cool stuff. If you're into fly fishing or just fishing at all, he's got all this clothing and all these other kind of good stuff on his website, and it's mothbear.com. Go there, check it out, and especially if you're a fisherman or you love the outdoors because he's got some really, really cool stuff there and it's and it's really um affordable and I, th- I think tyler's on the right track and i he just did what i would have liked to have done probably 20 30 years ago you know because i've been in this outdoor arena and he's done a great job you looked at it walter uh,
1: i'm looking at it right now i like the website it looks nice i want to pick up some of this gear you know i'm i'm an aspiring to begin fly fisherman you know one of one of these days i'm going to get into doing some fly fishing maybe going for the first time later uh, later in october Cabin. make it my first wow. ever fly fishing experience.
0: So. Well, hey, we need to get you down here and go with uh, Tyler. And yeah, I, that's right. That's right. And then we'll float the river and have some fun.
1: We're going we're to set that up for 2023 two we'll, we'll make that happen for sure we'll make
0: that happen yeah, yeah. exactly we'll do a, we'll do a remote on the river you and me and title oh now that'll be fun yes <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> yeah.
1: as long as we got a calm river it's not too loud we can still hear each other then uh, we'll be in good shape which I think, we'll I think we'll be in good shape yeah no problem uh check it out there's a great shop online and again this is from somebody who's local right here in Pinconning. Uh, go check it out. Lots of good stickers, clothing, and then fishing gear all at mothbear.com. So that is a really neat local shop. Looks like they've got a Facebook and Instagram as well. If you want to follow them on there, if you're a social media type, and uh, lots of cool. I like their shirts. The logo is really cool with them all. the moth. Logo
0: is really cool. He did a good yeah. job, didn't he? Yes. Yeah,
1: like that a lot. So go check it out, MothBear.com, and that's the local business spotlight here on Simply Financial. And we'll try to feature local businesses from time to time here on the show and and give them some shout-outs as a way to give back to the community. All right, let's dive into our next financial conversation here, Kevin. And this is an important one. We talked about temptations a little bit earlier. I want to talk about income planning specifically because it's something that you come back to each and every show, I feel like. It's either taxes or income planning. Those are the two topics competing for the most attention in your world and in your space, I believe. And we're going to talk about the essentials of income planning because it's so important to make sure that we head off into retirement with the right idea and on the right footing. So we've got a few essentials to cover for today's show as it relates to income planning. And the first item I think we should make very clear to folks is that you don't plan to be retired for years, and something you were kind of joshing me about just a few moments ago, uh, we Mm -hmm. plan to be retired for decades. We want to have this conversation in terms of decades, not just years.
0: Well, that's true. I can give you a couple examples of that. Let's look at my dad, um, number one. He retired from General Motors- when he was 52 years old. And this year, he's going to be retired as long as he worked. So he's going to be 80 years old this year. So we're talking decades. Now his brother, Uncle One More, we call him, is gonna be 85 and un- still. Uncle One More? Un- un- uncle he's always had to one have one more of whatever it was at the time before everybody went to sleep right okay. so okay. We call, I, I nicknamed him uncle One. More. Oh, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. i
1: I'm, i must have been uh my dad didn't call me one more but he always laughed at me because i was the same way as a kid i would always want one more throw come on one more throw yeah. One, yeah. One, all right
0: one more game one more this one more that yeah that's good uh, so uncle one more now uncle we call one him more. uncle uncle two less because he's getting older but um <laughs> as, a, as a joke but, um, <laughs> But he's 85. Now I have several people who are clients of mine. They're in their 90s. So it's not like the old days, you know, where you planned, you know, you worked. Social Security, when it came about, you know, you retired. And you had to be 65 to claim it. And there was a reason behind that because the average life expectancy at that time was 65. So you didn't click very long. But now with the advance of medicine and the advance of, you know, everything else is coming along. We're living a whole lot longer and that's why when it comes to retirement you need a great income plan that's going to go at least to age 90 when i do the planning we need to build inflation in there because if you're going to live for decades into retirement we need to increase your your income going forward to keep up with the cost of stuff so don't plan for 10 or 15 years of retirement plan for 20 or 30 years of retirement because in most cases that's going to be the case especially if you're married if you think you're not going to be here what about your spouse we have to plan. You have to plan for decades now. It's entirely different planning, and you need you know to get into that planning, and you need to sit down and go through it so you understand it. Because the reality is, you're probably going to be here to your 80 or 90 years old, and you need the income to get through through all of those all of that time frame.
1: Very important. Talk about financial planning and income planning in decades, not just years. All right. Another area that I think is essential when we talk about income planning is Social Security and the fact that we don't want to start Social Security without a plan. And that goes hand in hand with that temptation earlier that we talked about of taking it right at 62.
0: Right. So the example here, Walter, is you take it at 62, and then you realize at age 63, oh, geez, you know what? I, I wish I wouldn't have taken it. I could have done something else. Can you change that decision once you pull the trigger? You're,
1: you're locked in, right?
0: You're, lock, you're locked in, Yep. So when you're sitting down and you're you're starting to think about Social Security, planning is crucial in this area. Now, if you come into my office, I require everybody to bring in their Social Security statement. Why? Because that's a critical, important of the income planning that we do. And if you don't have a Social Security statement, most people are saying, you know what? They haven't mailed me one in quite a long time. That's because they change. They typically don't mail it until you hit age 60 now. So if that's you, you need to go to www.ssa.gov and get your Social Security statement. Now, you wanna, you want want to there's a couple of reasons you want to do that. Number one is you want to look and see how much income you potentially could have. And number two, you want to check for mistakes. Because what the Social Security Administration will do is will allow you to go back three years and correct any mistakes. So if they're showing that, hmm. you know, if you put in, let's say, you maximize the amount that you put into your Social Security, but maybe on the other hand, they're only showing that you put in half you've only got a few years to go back and correct that and so the planning portion starts before retirement and it certainly starts you know after retirement too um, as far as taxes and those things go but get that social security statement sit down with your advisor and look at when does it make sense to start that social security and what what time frame is best mathematically and then you factor your health in it and then all those other things will come along with it but get that statement and make sure that your your correct amount is being um, submitted on your social security statement if it isn't you have a couple of years to fix that
1: all right peppering through these another income planning essential don't assume that bonds will be your main source for retirement income. A lot of people are still under that uh, illusion, or maybe it's not that severe, but just that line of thinking that, yeah, you get into bonds in retirement, and that'll sustain me. Not, not such the case anymore?
0: No. Why do you think that is, Walter?
1: Well, they're paying nothing, right?
0: They're paying virtually nothing. And remember, bonds work you know, just the opposite of what interest rates do. Are we historically lower interest rates?
1: Uh, about as low as they get.
0: Right so if interest rates rise that's going to affect your bond value that's probably going to go down. So there are there are other alternatives out there. You know there's annuities that can give you a source of income. You know there's different types of annuities. So if you're looking at annuities there's deferred, there's immediate, there's variable, there's fixed, there's indexed. How do you choose which annuity fits you best? Well, certain annuities there's certain things. So it starts with the planning. There are REITs, real estate investment trusts that you could do that produce income too. There are dividend paying stocks, which I love. You know that, Walter. We talk about it year in and year out when we'll be doing this. So if you hold one share of stock, no matter what the stock does, it's going to pay you that dividend as long as you hold that. So the stock market goes up, stock market goes down. That's pretty predictable income. It's not guaranteed income. The point being is there's other sources that you can look at for uh, income purposes uh, going into retirement other than bonds, because bonds, you know, are in a position now that when interest rates rise, you're going to be affected for that. So how do you determine that? How do you determine which one fits in your plan? Well, it starts with you sitting down, talking to your advisor, and putting those different scenarios together. In our income plan, and our simplicity plan, Walter, we have something called income planning, and I can show all these investments. And how do they work and do they make sense for you or do they not? That's where the fiduciary comes into play right here. Are these in your best interest? And we can show you right in front of you which one fits your plan better. So don't think that bonds are going to be where you're going to go in the future. Look at the alternatives because right now, in my opinion, there are better different alternatives to, to produce income than, than bonds.
1: That's a great point, Kevin. And another important thing for people to remember Don't assume bonds will be your main source for income and retirement. We also can't ignore inflation. And I guess it's helpful that this is making the news a little bit more now, Kevin. People are are talking about inflation more, which is good. But still, so many financial plans are ignoring it. So even if we're talking about it, the financial plan's ignoring it, then nothing's really being accomplished.
0: No. So if you need $5,000 a month and you think you can live on that for the next 20, 30 years, I got a surprise for you. Inflation is going to come along and that $5,000 a month income today is going to be more like $1,500 a month 20 years from now. And we got to keep up with the cost. If you just go to the grocery store today, you're noticing everything is, is more expensive. A year ago, we we're about a dollar more a gallon per gas than it was a year ago. That's what I'm talking about. And vehicles and whatever else you're buying, You know, we hear natural gas is going up. We hear all this stuff You know, every single day. You cannot go into retirement without building into your income plan inflation. And what we do is we'll show increasing your income from whatever age you're going to retire to 80 at 3% a year. Why? Because I'd rather have enough income than not enough income. And then we're going to decrease it at age 80 to 2% or 1% depending on what you're trying to do. Just because you turn 80 doesn't mean that you're not going to spend money. Healthcare costs are going to come in there and you still may be traveling, those kinds of things. So don't ignore inflation because that's the one thing that I see that people really overlook. And if you're going to live decades into retirement, like we've been talking about, that's the one thing that can really, really hurt your purchasing power, hurt you going down the road because you may not be able to afford the things that you are today, 15, 20 years down the road.
1: Last but not least, uh, income planning essential here with Kevin Ray. Don't forget to create lifetime income streams other than Social Security.
0: Well, that's, that's crucial. I think it was a couple of weeks ago we talked about this, Walter. Where on your Social Security statement, it says your Social Security should be about 40% of whatever your income needs are going to be. Now, they're telling you right there, don't plan on Social Security to be the majority of your income stream. So how do you get other income streams? Well, it's from your 401 ks from your IRAs. And the question is here, how do you take what you've saved all of those years getting to retirement, and how do you turn that into an income stream that you cannot outlive? Well, as we talked about earlier, there's annuities, there's dividends, there's REITs, there's bonds, there's mutual funds, there's all these things that can be used to create income streams. But how do you know which one makes the most sense in your particular case? And that starts with you. When I'm talking about you, don't procrastinate. Start this process. Before you pull the trigger, before you go into retirement, before you sign on a dotted line, you need to know. Are you going to have enough income going into retirement? Can you create enough streams from what you've saved in order so you don't run out of money? Because that's number one concern of everybody we talked to out there. I don't want to run out of money. And you need to know, this is critical, you need to know how the behind the scenes work. How are you going to take what you've saved and in turning into income? Is it predictable? Is it guaranteed? Is it not guaranteed? And what interest rate do you need to earn on your money going forward So you don't run out of money. Those are all things that we sit down every day when people walk into my office and we create this income plan with all those things we're talking about. You cannot go into retirement with just social security. It's not going to work. I can tell you that you're going to have to, in most cases, work part time, work full time after you retire. If that's your, if that's your plan, don't let that be your plan. Don't procrastinate. Don't sit on the sidelines. Call your advisor, sit down with your advisor. If you don't have one, give me a call because this is what I love to do. I love the income planning and I've been doing it for like 30 years, like Walter says, and this is the part, the, the most important part before you can get into retirement. Sit down, start that process and get involved in your own investment planning and in your own income planning.
1: Here's the number to call to get in touch with Kevin Ray at Simply Financial uh, Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin will walk you through the income planning essentials as part of your overall financial plan. He'll look at taxes, the fees that you're paying inside your portfolio, do a full analysis of everything. And this review of your plan is complimentary. All you have to do to get in touch is pick up the phone, call now, and start that conversation. Again, the number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885 7526. Do it now while you're thinking about it even if you don't end up, you know, taking action or meeting for a couple of weeks. Start the conversation now, get on the calendar here in the near future. If you get the voicemail when you call, no worries, leave a quick message and Kevin and the team will follow up with you. 888-885 plan is the number. 888-885-7526. We're coming up on today's show. This is simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Fun little side question away from the financial world. This one's a different one, Kevin. Uh, If you were an incredible gardener, you had an amazing green thumb, but it was only for one plant, what plant would you want to be amazing
0: at growing? Oh, this is easy, Walter. And if you ask Ed Labordi, who I call the corn guy, because he has the best sweet corn in the plant, as far as I'm concerned, it'd <laughs> I be growing. Have known
1: you were going to say corn.
0: <laughs> it would be corn. I love, I love corn, and uh, in fact, I love it so much that Ed, I'm always on the call list. Uh, you know, when last of the season, beginning of the season, because he knows I can't live without it. So, corn. What about you?
1: Uh, I love the answer about corn. Um, I, that would be a really tough one to top, but I would say um, avocados. I would love to grow like avocado trees. Oh. Yeah, I that, like that, I like I like avocados a lot. So I do too. But, yeah, I but, would also need probably a better climate to do that. But
0: I was going to say you're in the wrong climate to do that. I think. Yeah, but, I think but, so.
1: But so. I'm a, I'm such an incredible gardener. I probably can grow it anywhere, ac- 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 <laughs> according to the prompt of the question. Yes. If I'm that good, I can grow an avocado anywhere I want to grow
0: it. Well, so. you can. Do- Put space in your living room. Put the heat lamps and everything there in there. There you go. And go, yeah. go to town. See? Yeah. See? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So I, I'd pick avocado. Hey, we'd be in pretty good shape. We'd have corn, avocado. We'd have all of our protein, vegetable, a little bit of fruit action going on. We'd be in pretty good shape. So we would be. Yeah. Not bad at all. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, what would you do if you could garden one plant perfectly and be incredible at it? Which would you pick? Interesting to ponder that. More coming up on today's show. Stay with us. Back to the Financial Talk coming up next on Simply Financial.
0: Let's see what people are saying about Simply Financial. Everybody on good, great, grand, wonderful. Now, back to
1: the show. You're listening to Simply Financial. Walter Sorholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area. And before we run off for the week, we want to answer one more of your questions here on the program. If you'd like to submit a question, you can always email Kevin. It's Kevin at InsightFolios.com. Woody says, my investments didn't do as well in the past 12 months as the overall market has done. Should I be reevaluating my advisor based on this lack of performance?
0: Well, Woody, that's a, that's a good question. And the question boils down to, did it match your expectations in your retirement plan? In other words are you, you know, when you say it didn't do as good as the overall market, are you comparing it just to the stock market or a mix of stocks and bonds? And it's never a bad idea to get a second opinion in order uh, to see if it's matching what you need going into retirement. So if I was to give you a quick answer, it would be yes. Get a, get a second opinion. If you have doubts in the back of your mind, there's a reason you have doubts in the back of your mind. Uh, second opinion never hurts. It's just like going to the doctor. If you have one diagnosis, should get a second uh, diagnosis, probably or second opinion. And I think the same thing applies here. So if you're thinking you're underperforming the market, and you shouldn't be, that's the cue for me to say, yeah, get a second opinion, go forward. And if you don't have anybody, give me a call, be happy to sit down and give you a second opinion and, and build you that plan to see if it fits in your overall planning strategy.
1: Here is the number to call, Woody, if you want to get a second opinion or anybody else for that matter of your financial plan, whether another advisor is working with you or if it's, you know, you're kind of your own advisor, if you will, or you've just sort of done your own plan or don't even have a plan, uh, then it might be a first opinion. But get a second opinion of however you are currently structured right now by calling Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888-885- 885 7526. Get on the calendar to come in, have a conversation in person, or start the conversation just over the phone or over Zoom, something like that. Whatever you're comfortable with in these days and times, Kevin can kind of meet you there. 888-885-PLAN is that number. 888-885-7526. Kevin, thanks for the help and the guidance on the show today. Enjoy the rest of this wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll talk again soon. We'll talk next week, Walter. All right, you got it. Each and every week, we're here to come back and join us next time on Simply Financial. Until then, take care.